<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat? Next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, caviar dreamers. Hi, caviar dreamers. How's everybody? I'm sorry that the Marge um, looks a little tired, a little cross-eyed, and dirty roots. This quarantine is not good for the beauty. Not good for the beauty at all, but look at me, I'm like, (laughs) I did my own makeup. Let's say, let's launch a video podcast during quarantine with no hair color, no nails. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, my nails don't look so bad, actually, because I have decent nails. Yeah, mine are press on from CBS, so if one pings off during this, don't be distracted. Yeah, but like I my, put them my roots, and it's like I use the purple shampoo, so my hair looks like really um, kind of gray. But I don't mind it. I kind of like no, it. I love you my could shampoo. dry shampoo the roots. I was doing that, dry shampoo, but today I just let it go. I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't know. I don't like the way this camera is left, so I feel like you'd sink my nose. You know who we need? Thank God our guest today is the queen of fucking confidence, because yes. clearly we need it, because we're yeah. being bitches. Serena Carrigan. Complaints. Serena Carrigan, and she could give you all the confidence in the world. The girl's freaking 26, yeah. and I'm going to learn so much from her. You guys have to know who she is. I mean, I'm obsessed with all these young people, because you know what? I think I'm really young. She that is, is unbelievably amazing. She started her, first of all, she was at Refinery 29. She for four years. For four years. She graduated Duke. Yeah, very she left, smart When did too. she leave? In January? Yeah, she left uh, Refinery 29 earlier this year. So, um, like, of course, leaves to launch her own brand. Mm-hmm. COVID hits. COVID could, hits. Could have been a nightmare, but she pivoted that shit. Pivots. Like that. Everybody like, needs to pivot. If you're home, this is just proof that you could, like, start your own thing. The girl's home, decides she wants to date. And then starts her own dating show. I'm freaking blind. Do you believe it? On Instagram Live. It's a hit. A hit, people. I'm even watching. Well, I haven't watched it yet. Alexa started watching on Friday night. I did. It was fun. I'm going to start watching it. Everybody's talking about it. Um, I obviously was busy Friday night watching Ozark. But I'm watching it this Friday. It's very fun. She also starts at like a cocktail hour with guests every night. So she's quarantined alone. Which yes. I imagine quarantined alone mm-hmm. in New York City could actually be hard. Although sometimes I wish I was quarantined alone well, somewhat, but luckily I'm quarantined with you. Well, so yes, we're together. Bad. We're together. I we knew right from the beginning. I can my family to your house. Yes, we knew right from the beginning that we were going to be together. Yeah. Me, you, Mark Senior, Marlene, yeah. Joe. We picked our crew. Yeah, we picked our crew. So we're very we're lucky. lucky. I know we are we're so lucky, lucky that we get to be together, and you know we get to go to other rooms. If yeah. we if we want to be separated and we baby Nino, yeah, which it's nice to uh, be able to escape the apartment with a little baby because that's not yes. easy. But Serena is by herself, so she has created her own show. She's dating. She's doing all good stuff. So yeah, she's perfect. socializing, and she has some really good hints. Um, also, like building your own brand, she's built her own brand, which is confidence. So how to be confident, how to work yeah, on yourself. Yeah, queen of confidence. And I think we could all use some confidence, yes. especially at this time. So people who are home, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to pivot your career, she has some great advice. If you want to build a brand, I suggest you follow her. And I'm so excited that she's going to be coming on today. Yeah. You know, it's, it's exciting. It is. I think she's going to be a, a real eye-opener to how... 
we can all have these preconceived notions of how things have to go. Like, I would like to do a show. I need to go on mm-hmm, the network. Mm-hmm. I need a producer. She was like, no, that shit's not available to me right now. This is what I want to do. Fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. And she did. Yes, exactly. You know, and you've been following her for a very long yeah, time. We've all, Lindsay, Maddie, and I in the office have always followed her. We thought she had a great personal brand. We loved her from Refinery. She was a big contributor to that. So, uh, what, what do you Americans say? Contributor? I know. Contributor likes to say oh, contributor. Oh, my God. I know. Potato. I just oh, also, God. I wanted to just, I just want to say side note. I wanted this to also go visual so you guys could see us because people never really always put a face to Lexi, though I know you've seen her on the show with me and people bitch about her accent. But I think when you see it come out of her pretty face, you'll feel a lot better. Well, maybe you'll just hate my fucking face, too. But never <laughs> mind. I don't really give a shit. And then you guys could see, like, my new teeth. I didn't get to bleach the bottoms yet. Um. And then I think they look good. I think they're good. Dr. Alta, thank you so much. I should have done a little alert for people to put their sunglasses on before you bring those pearly whites. You know, I had just gotten them done right before we quarantined, so I have to go back to my visit because we have to do uh, a little work on the bottoms, which my bottoms are pretty good. It's just my big ones. I had a crossbite. People bitch, I have an underbite, you have this, you have that. And my smile wasn't wide enough. Um, My smile is definitely not wide enough. No, I'm going to have to go. Because so now I said nice to you. This is not good. Like I said, your teeth are pretty wide. No, I have gaps here. Oh no, I had a little darkness, and then I had a crossbite, so I'm really, I'm very happy. Your teeth look amazing. I know. They're, they're good. I'm not going to lie. Though. I'm very, very happy with them. Thank you. They're Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Appa. But I have to go back and do yeah. a little more work on the rooms. Bella, you need, Bella might need to. Oh, Who don't sneeze? Oh, Bella, I love poor you. Thing. I love you. Poor little thing. I, I clean her teeth a lot. You do. You have teeth cleaning wipes. I have teeth cleaning. I have teeth cleaning wipes. I just want everyone else Why to. Why don't we have teeth cleaning wipes for humans when you get off the plane? That's a good idea. That's such a well, good idea. I just use mouthwash. I'm an obsessive. If anybody wants to know something about me, I'm an obsessive flosser and teeth brusher. Every time I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth. So that could be like six times a day when I'm home. But that's bad for your enamel too, because I know that's today. another reason I needed veneers. My enamel was getting clear. Yeah, I I brush my teeth too much, and I'm losing the enamel. Yeah, but I hate dog breath. There's nothing worse than dog breath. I try not even to eat a lot of garlic because then I don't want to have sex. If Joe has garlic, there's no fucking. Oh, you could do it doggy style. Uh, or doggy style. I say it's a doggy style night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, people? No one wants to make out with someone who's bad. Dog breath equals doggy style. So let's get to Serena because mm-hmm. I'm so super excited to talk to her. And um, let's go. We mm-hmm. are very lucky to be joined by. Serena Kerrigan, the queen of confidence. She's been very busy during this quarantine, so she made some time for us. Yes, thank you so much for coming on to Caviar Dreams and Tuna Fish Budget. I, first of all, I love the name of this podcast. It's amazing. And thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. I know. We're super excited. I mean, and you, I've been watching you a little bit, watching your dating, and it's so fabulous. And you've created such ama- amazing content. And you're so freaking smart. Oh, thank you so much. I love that. That's a great way to start a Monday. I know. I know. So go ahead, Lexi. So because Lexi's obsessed with you and I recently became obsessed with you. So Lindsay, Maddie and I have always followed you um, because I was doing you from Refinery29. So it's funny. Obviously, we knew you left early 2020 to pursue your own brand. And of course, COVID hit. So that could have been a nightmare. To be mm-hmm. no brand, but you've really flipped a switch on this and really done some amazing stuff. Quarantinis with SFK, let's fucking date. Tell us, like, how did you come up with those concepts? Basically, like, I think I left Refining Twenty Nine to focus on building my brand, which is the queen of confidence. I want to inspire women to love themselves unapologetically, not give a fuck what people think, mm-hmm. and. I changed my million to fucking when I was a freshman in college. <laughs> so I was, I, I think that I knew that the brand had momentum in that. I think that when confidence is discussed and when women are told to be confident, it feels very earnest, which I think is totally worked for some people. But what worked for me with my confidence is being like, I'm Serena fucking Kerrigan. Like I'm a bad bitch. Like I'm going to walk into a room and like, I'm going to be extra. Like, I don't like, I just don't care what people think. And of course, like that was kind of a crutch in the beginning. It was like, a Lady Gaga moment. Like I kind of was like creating a character that would make me feel secure. And then eventually I became very secure within myself. Serena and SFK kind of became one, but I realized that this, 
this whole idea could, you know, apply to other people and really inspire women to have that same mentality uh, so they could grow their own confidence. So I was super psyched to leave Refinery. I'd been there for four years and really wanted to focus on my brand, which makes me so happy. And then I had a lot of events planned. I was doing content, but uh, then, you know, obviously uh, Corona hit. And I remember feeling like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like all my events are canceled or like, you know, I usually work with like a shooter, like a DP, like, you know, like I have my glam team, like, you know, I was kind of stripped away of like everything. And I was like, okay, I'm alone in my apartment in New York city. Like, what can I do? And I have a lot of experience with live. When I was at refinery, I worked in on the live team for two years on camera, off camera, I really understand how to produce it. I think it's funny, like everyone's going live on Instagram and I think it's amazing, but I think that like, it's a very special type of content because you're obviously not editing Mm -hmm. it. And I think that sometimes I notice people feel like they have to just keep talking, 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 but it's very like, you have to kind of like let it marinate and um and understand like the cadence and and the timing of it and and so yeah i just started you know i went live once and then i kept going live again and again and i realized that i am someone who's very happy and positive person i love making people laugh and i think i provided a sense of relief um during this time like right at the beginning so i started quarantines with sfk i just get like literally wasted and like just have fun and And then we started like bringing on guests and it became more of a thing um, but I think that what I'm really the most proud of is the dating show, which is called Let's Fucking Date. And to give you guys the backstory, like right before New York City was put in shelter in place, I like posted on my Instagram story and I was like, oh, like it'd be great to like have a, like a boyfriend for this like moment. And I was like, should I get one? And it was kind of like a little too late. So I was, yeah, I, really I mean, it was, oh my God, right? It's like, it happened so fast. Like, unless I you got someone to move in right away, yeah. and then they would have to be stuck with you. And you stuck with them now. Yeah, then you're the stuck problem. with them for the quarantine. Well, that was, I wasn't thinking that ahead, but yeah, because I didn't, I don't know. It was just all so new and crazy. And so I was like, I need a Corona boyfriend. And I coined this term, and it was like, it's a guy who, like, you might have dated, it might have fizzled out, but like, maybe you wouldn't really date them in the real world. But like, for now, it would be great. Um, and I had a, like a neighbor that I was kind of seeing, it was so like amazing. And then he ended up like getting sick. Right. So I'm, I was fine, but, and so is he, but like, it kind of put a damper in things. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm no one. I'm all alone. What could I do? And I just, you know, I was like, I love live. I love entertaining. I've always wanted my own reality show, but I would, I never really wanted to do it because I, I could I see really, it happening. Yeah. I could see oh, it happening after all. And now happening. after this, I mean, cut me a break. You have like your own reality show already. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Totally so, have your own reality show. So my parents are in TV. My mom is a reality yes. TV show uh, producer. So she's always been like, no, like you don't have any control over, you know, how you're portrayed. And like, it's a very dangerous, you know, territory. And she would know. I live it. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Exactly. So I've always kind of like been like, okay, like I'm not going to do that, but I really want to, I really want to do that. So I really just created my own show and it's every Friday, 830 Eastern. And like, I just, I have a producer who picks the guy and we've like, really like, it's, it's like built momentum and it's just so funny. So basically I like go on a date with a guy for an hour. And then after that I go, we do an after show and I just call in friends, celebs, people and be like, what do you think? Like, and having them weigh in on, on the date. Have we, so found, have we found anybody really that we're into? <laughs> I was just about to say that. No, we haven't. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, I did go on a second date with one of them and like, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, like if there's a spark, but then it's like, now it's kind of like, you know, there was one date that was like, definitely went well, but it was felt very real. Like he made like a little charcuterie board, which is I'm like, okay, like I can't eat that through the screen, but sure. Um, and like his mom came in like for a moment to say hi. And it was like, it felt very, it was definitely real. And then last week on Friday, it was like the opposite. It was like, he answered the, you know, the date with like his shirt off on with an apron. He like delivered wine in my apartment. But like hilarious. I will say. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. What kind of guy are you looking for? Listen, you're (laughs) obviously very smart. You went to Duke. Yeah. What kind of guy Uh, are you looking for? I mean, I think there's like, you know, for one, it's a TV show. So I like want to give people, it's a Friday night, like, Oh, we used to go out on Fridays. Like I want to give people like. And you're young. Minutes. You're young. I mean, you don't need to find like. like yeah. Or you got to bang a lot of guys before you mm-hmm. find the right one. Like millions at this point. Millions. I, yeah. Exactly. Especially after this. You got to catch up. A lot up. of catching up to do. 
Oh, beyond. Like, especially now that I've been locked down, like think about how many people I have to fuck now. No, it's crazy. So, I'm really not looking to settle. Like I'm very open-minded. I think that there's something nice about this experience that like you can go on dates with people who don't even live in New York or like you can like FaceTime date or like I've been trying to like spread that message. Like this is the time, like have conversations, like who knows? You have nothing to lose here. You know what I mean? Because this world post Corona ending, like it's kind of where it's, we just don't know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I think you're so inspirational young people. I think everybody should take away from this is just like, you created your own life so quickly. I mean, you know, we've been on quarantine yeah. for how many, well, almost like a month already. Month, yeah. And you have like pivoted your whole career. And I think people are like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And it's just, you have done just everything to create a life, a TV show, everything. So I think this is so inspirational. So I just, abs- I mean, I absolutely love it. So wait, are you an only child just out of curiosity? Duh. Duh. Yeah. Guess what? I'm an only child. And so is Lexi. That's why we get along. We're spoiled brats. We're this, we're that. Only children can definitely, you know, thrive. We're mm-hmm. entrepreneurial because we had to entertain ourselves and make things happen. People yes. don't realize that. I we know how to play with stuff. sometimes. I made up a lot of stuff, right? I mean, I masturbated so much when I was little. I was so bored. I mean, like, <laughs> I just felt like no, like really, like I mean, you know, so many people are like, oh, Serena, are you okay? Like you're all alone, and I'm like, uh, I'm literally living my best life ever yes. because. I'm so focused on my work and I feel like, you know, I'm like 26 years old. Like I love to fucking party and blackout. So like, I feel like it was important for me to like not have the distractions of going out and really focusing on the brand. And I think that I say that to everyone, like, it's okay. Like this is obviously some days I'm like, okay, really, I wish I was with people. But for the most part, I think it's just like, there's never going to be a time like this again, knock on wood. So like, how can you, how can you use this, especially as a content creator? Like there will never be another time where this pe- people are just this focused on the content. Like, yes, they'll see it, but it's they're, they're going to be distracted with their life. Like, this is such an optimal time to be a content creator. So I think if anyone is listening to this, that is, like, just do it and, like, try things. Like, my live show, my first dating show compared to the one last week, it was, I mean, it's just, you, you continue to evolve and become better. So why not try? I know. you're. It's so smart. Now, you know, what people don't realize about you totally off the ding for a second is that you're Latina. You know, yeah. right? You're Argentinian. Yes, I know. That really throws people through a loop, which is great. I mean, my family's in Buenos Aires. They're on lockdown too. Um, and I, I'm very proud about like being Latina and like connecting to those, to my roots and creating content that, you know, is, you know, bilingual as well. And so I can just connect. I saw that you wrote an article for Refinery29 about this and you were super active, even from like high school in going out there, standing up for people, you know, raising awareness around immigration yes. and Telemundo picked up content from you in high yeah. school. High school. Yeah. Yes. I, well, I, so, I mean, like I started making movies when I was 15, like I picked up a camera. I was, I got my heart broken by a boy in like a grade three to three, three years older than me. And I was taking a film class and they were like, write a short film and make it directed, it, edit it, whatever. And it like changed my life because I felt so like empowered that I could take like my broken heart and turn it into art and like create a story and like that ability to tell a story and create something all on my own. Like from when I was 15 years old, like it was like done. And then I realized I was like, well, how amazing would it be to kind of give that same uh, opportunity to other people to share their stories. So when I got to Refining 29, like the first series I produced was about like celebrating Latinx culture and like really including, you know, people in the conversation. Um, so yeah, I just like, and I think that now it's like, everyone has a phone, like everyone's a content creator. So I really, it's just such a gift to be able to tell a story like that. I'm also on TikTok. Are you guys on TikTok yet? Yeah. Do I have to be on TikTok? Melissa, um, uh, you know, Melissa Gorga's on TikTok, but wait, TikTok, do I have to always dance and do all that shit? No, not at all. I actually think that your personality is both of yours. It would be great for TikTok. Cause I think, I think that that's the thing about TikTok. People think it's like a dance app and it, it is fun, I think, but as a content creator, it's a great way to tell a message in a very short amount of time. It's great for people to discover your platform. Like I went by another thing, like I've been doing the live content, but I've also like went viral on TikTok because I realized that like my whole message about empowerment is like, it's, 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 it has the language to like go viral. So I started really focusing on that. And there's also, it's a very young app. There's like, you can be 13 years old to go on the app. 
So it's interesting. Everyone on the app is now calling me. Like all the comments are like, mom, like you're my mom. Like you're the oh my God. People are going to call me their freaking grandmother. I mean, Jesus, I feel like, is that, I need to inspire little children, grow up and be the Marge. I mean, I love <laughs> no, but actually it's great. It's you gotta, gotta get the next generation in there. You know what I mean? I do. I oh. do. Well, I feel like this yeah. is great because this is our podcast is on the toast network. So I feel like I have the millennials, which is fabulous because listen, I'm like, so youthful. I got my fucking face done. So it's perfect. That's right. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, I, yeah, so it's great. So I feel I am so young and Marge senior so young and Listen, you're, you know, you're like, you're my sis, like my sister, like young moms and stuff. And, you know, very inspirational, but I feel like, all right, listen, if you say go on the TikTok, I'm doing whatever you said, because you're very impressive at 26. Now, do you feel like, because, well, so you said your dad's in TV as well. And my mom. Yeah. I know your mom. I know I'm familiar with your mother. We read a lot about your mom. I didn't read a lot about your dad. Is he also a producer? He's a writer, director, filmmaker. He did the girlfriend experience on stars. Um, with mm-hmm. Soderberg. um, yeah. And he like, so my mom like does reality and my dad does yes. narratives and I do live. I feel like it would just be a great like New York times piece. Like, you know, yeah, it would be a great New York right? family. Um, yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, obviously like best dressed at the Met Gala. Yes. Best mm-hmm. dressed at the Met Gala. Okay. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cover Vogue, obviously. No, um, I think that I want to be known as like, I want to create like the one stop shop for confidence. Like I want to have like, like, a, you know, production company media, but I also want to do merchandise. I want to have like a line of mirrors. Like I want to be like, you know, I want my own talk show. I really want to be this, you know, the Oprah of confidence. And I think that, you know, women tend to like, we tend to talk about like, oh, we really want a boyfriend or like, we really want a better body. But like, I find that women my age, especially, they're not very vocal about what they want. Even if they're like, I just compared myself to Oprah, but like, you know, not yet. But like, I think that I'm setting that goal for myself. And it's so important that women vocalize what they want because that's a way that they're going to manifest it and make it reality. That's why I always say like, I'm going to be the face of Chanel. Like I will be one day. Maybe. No, I think you, you know, <laughs> totally. No, I could see it. I could totally see it. But I also say, I had someone on the other day, Rory Sisson, and it's true. It's like, but what you want, you also have to deliver. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, when you want yeah, a relationship and everything mm-hmm. else. Because it's like, everybody's like, you know, I want this. Or, you know, it's, it's funny. Like she said to me, what you want in a relationship. If you want to be with someone successful, you should be successful. Or if yeah. you, you know, or if you want to be with someone in great shape or that's a priority, you should be in great shape. I mean, I'm very lucky because, you know, being with someone in great shape isn't that important to me. I'm with the cupcake king. My husband's a cupcake king and I happen to live. He has a stomach. I have a fat ass. So it's perfect. You know, we're, we're you know, we have common goals. But you both hustlers. But we're both very big hustlers. People don't real people don't realize everyone's like, Marge, Joe should work. I'm like, Joe does work. We just don't, you know, we just don't show it. We don't need to show everything we do. You know, Hustler. he's out of the house every single day. That's why I think that isn't done. I'm glad that you said that because I've noticed too, like, you know, I agree. Like, you know, you have to set your goals, say them, but like, I've noticed that people just like, don't want to do the work. Like they don't like, like the things in life, like that you want to achieve, like they're doable. That's on a hidden secret. Like it's very clear, I think, but people overcomplicate it because, um, they, they just don't actually want to do the work. Like I, I was, I felt very insecure about my body a couple of years ago. I went to Israel on an amazing trip, ate so much hummus. I literally gained like a pound a day for 10 days, came back feeling like so shitty about my body. And you know, really wallowing in self-pity, really upset, like just didn't even want to go out, like just not feeling myself. And my mom was like, you know exactly what you have to do to feel good about yourself again. Like stop fucking going out, stop drinking as much, like make active changes in your lifestyle, start working out, you know, whatever. And she was right. And I ended up getting to where I wanted to be. And I think it's the same thing with anything in life. Like if you want something badly enough, you can make it happen, but are you going to put in the work to do it? Exactly. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to put in the work. And I think, listen, it's just, it's also about your insides, right? It's like, there's so many pretty packages, but it's also about your inside. Mm -hmm. You know, you have everything. You're the complete package, which, you know, and that's why it's so good that, you know, you're all about confidence and women's confidence. You know, a lot of women also think it just comes from the outside, right? Like, Mm -hmm. And it doesn't because there's a lot of beautiful women, as you know, are extremely insecure all day long. And listen, I'm not the most gorgeous girl in the world, but I have a lot of, no, no, we don't say that about ourselves. No, no, no. no. But I'm just saying, listen, I still have the cellulite, but it doesn't define me. 
No, I don't feel, no. you know, it doesn't make mm-hmm. me feel bad when I walk in a room. I feel very confident when I walk in the room. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. And I think it's about, be, and I think that's what you have. You're teaching people how to be comfortable in their own skin at a very young age, which is super important. Lexi, I just want to know something because mm-hmm. like, I'm tired a lot. You're tired a lot because I'm even though I sleep a lot, I don't feel like I get a full night's rest. No, I think I'm deficient in so many things. Me too. I feel like I don't get out in the sun enough, you know, because I, I like to keep my skin very mm. youthful and all those things. Do you take vitamins? I didn't until I took an amazing quiz from Caref. I took the same quiz. Sick. Sick. I mean, we need everything. It was so easy. I get Cara. very confused when it goes to the vitamin aisle also. The, I mean, I've never been to the vitamin aisle, but I've been to the vitamin aisle, people. And if you go to the vitamin and or the vitamin aisle, mm-hmm. it's damn confusing. It is. I mean, at least for the mod. So Kerov came out with a little quiz that you do. Sign up. Take the quiz. It yes. asks you all the questions. How do you sleep? How do you this? How do you that? And it's so Do you have vaginal amazing. dryness? Do you, that's for people like me my age, which thank God I don't right now. But <laughs> I just... We answered no. We answered no, thank God. The Marge is still juicy. No, but in all <laughs> seriousness, um, a lot of questions. Do you feel tired? Do you have anxiety? It is so personalized, this quiz. So many good questions. And I'll tell you a personal vitamin chart that you should be taking. Yes. It which, makes the recommendations for you. And then, as if that doesn't make it easy enough, they send you the 30-day supply in little individual packs that are eco-friendly. Also. I love that. So and it takes out all the panic, all the stress, all the opening the I want the, the little pack. Because A, when I travel, I travel a lot. Who wants to travel with all those bottles? Mm-hmm. You want the preset pack. I want to know what I have to take every day. Because you know what? I'm always like, should I be taking this? What pill is this? What's going on? No one wants to do that. That's why I never take vitamins. So care of is so amazing because it has the preset little packs. You know what you have to take. And it helps, you know, it's going to be helping all the issues. You're going to feel better. I'm going to feel energized. Less stress. Less stress. Sleep better. Sleep better. Because I sleep a lot and then I don't feel rested in the morning. Yeah. So... It just does a personalized chart. Care of is so amazing. I mean, the cute little packs. What is not to love about this? And they don't just have vitamins, aka vitamins. They also have protein powders too. Yeah. And they're really yummy. Yeah. Protein powders, cocoa. And they have like pink Himalayan salt. What's better than pink Himalayan salt? Which is super yeah. important. Every People say you should start that right in the morning before you even have your coffee, pink Himalayan salt. Oh, really? Yeah, Ooh. did you know that? No, but now I do. Yes. Ooh. So, of course, for our listeners and watchers. That's right. We yeah. have a special offer, which, you know, the mod, I love a deal. You get... 50% off your first care of order. 50%. Yeah. I mean, that's a savings. That's a big savings. So you go to takecareof.com and enter the code CAVIAR50. That's C-A-V-I-A-R-5-0. CAVIAR50. And you get 50% off. But this makes vitamin taking so, so easy. And vitamin taking so, yes. so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So you guys, seriously, I think we are going to have so much energy. We're going to have less anxiety. Our skin's going to look youthful. We're going to just look so good. Care of is such a great idea. It's going to be personalized just to you. I think it's a no-brainer. Who wants to go down the vitamin aisle? Not me. I don't want to pack a thousand vials. So go on. Care of. And someone's already calling because they want to take their care of. (laughs) Get on the hotline. Get on the hotline. That's probably the Marge. Marge Senior calling. She wants her care of. She wants her care of supplies. And we'll put this on our website too on margaretjoseph.com on the Caviar Dreams tab. You can click there for more information. Click away. Keep well. Keep well. Now, how did you get this way? Like, is it about your parents? What is it? Is it self-taught? Like, I think that's what's so important. Yeah, I think that, no, I think, you know, I want to change my middle name to fucking. I think it was like my own version of like an affirmation, but I really think it was like a combination of therapy, like understanding where these insecurities came from. I think that everyone, it always stems from something in your childhood. I agree. And whether it be like from a parent or from, you know, an altercation at school or something. So really working through what was the crux of what I was feeling and how I could combat that. And I mean, I've been in therapy since I was seven years old. So like, it's a, it's a long journey. I think that's another thing. Like confidence isn't something you just like flip on like a switch. Like it, it takes time to really cultivate and nurture that relationship. I think something that I always tell everyone is like, I, Again, with like having an open dialogue, I think this is a very only child thing. I talk to myself a lot. Like, duh. Yeah, of course we do. People think I'm psychotic. Of course we do. So, who are you talking to? 
No, but like, you know, and I, I realized that like, I talked to myself in the mirror and I'm like, Dan, you look so fucking hot right now. Like I really have that, like as if I'm a person. Because, <laughs> because what do we do? I do the same. Love? Which what do you do? You not do the same thing? I do. What do we do with the people we love? We, we, we lift them up, whether it be our parents, our kids, our friends, like our spouse, whatever, like we compliment them. So the fact that we don't do that with ourselves as if we're not a person outside of ourselves is, I think that is like, if you can nail that and continue to do that, that's such a great way for you to grow your confidence. Yeah. I think that's so smart. Do you talk about yourself in the third person by any chance? Cause I do that. People think that's a Come sign on. of insanity. Oh, I, that I don't do, but I have, mm, I in my head, I'm like a little cartoon character. So yes. I'm like, the Marge doesn't like that. You know, I'll talk about myself like, you know, to other people. I'm like, the Marge I love that. that, you know, as opposed to like saying, I'm not into that or whatever, you know, you might feel like SFK. We're not into, you know, I'm not I into think it. that that's kind of like, you know, it's funny. Like, I think even when I'm making a piece of content, we're like, is it too Serena? Is it too SFK? Because I think that SFK is like, SF fucking K, like bad mm-hmm. bitch, walks the room, whatever. I think Serena is a little more sensitive and, you know, just. <laughs> exactly. You have a lot of different personalities, right? right. It's like different, you know, different things. Of, of the way you're, of the way you're feeling. Do you think, oh, sorry, go ahead. You, do you think your classmates at Duke could be like surprised to see your journey? Were you like initially shy and not so confident when you started there? No, they're not surprised at all. They're like, this is going to happen. It was just like, it was, you know, none of them are surprised. I think that if anything, they're surprised it took me, it was so quick that I was able to figure it out. I knew that SFK could be more than just a fun persona. I knew that it could be a real brand. I just didn't really know how. And I think a lot of people, when they ask me, like, how do you build a brand? Like, again, like the confidence thing, like anything, nothing happens overnight. You have to put in work every day and like be patient. And like, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, but I just want to be like successful now. But like, I'm really trying to like, enjoy the work, enjoy the journey. And like, you know, because it's it's a really it's a great ride to be on um and i really just love like getting messages from like young girls like in high school or college and being like i like channeled my inner sfk and like i got the job or like i went up to the boy and like whatever if he doesn't like me like fuck him (laughs) i love that no i you know what that is that's so absolutely amazing now tell me like so when when we're done with the quarantining and we're out of here you're going to continue doing your live show yeah, I think that's actually a really big question. Like, yeah, what what, we, what is like when you do this? Now you created this, you know, you're going to be doing live events, but are you going to still be doing your live show from home? I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. Like if it's 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 really the the dating show especially like it's caught me. I love it because I think it shows you that like you have agency to create something. You don't need a network. You don't need like, you know, a producer really. Like you really just need your fucking self. And like the fact that I have like ideated it, produced it, you know, hosted it, everything. Um, I just, I love that, that, that power that I have, that I'm in control, you know, to some degree, because it is live and I don't know who's on the other side, but um, I definitely think I want to continue it. It's more just like, you know, if I start seeing someone like he better be down that I have a dating show. <laughs> you better be telling your dating show. You can bring other people onto the dating show also. You can totally. teach people yes. how to do it. Yeah, you totally. can mentor the dates. You can mentor the dates. Totally. A hundred percent. I mean, I would love to get a, t- a real show out of it, but that's the thing. It's like, I was thinking, I'm like, oh, would the end goal to like, you know, get it picked up by a network. But I think that like what quarantine has done is it really has changed like how we're ingesting content. Like, do you really, like I've, I, to be honest, I haven't really turned on my TV. I've only turned on like a hand couple of times, handful of times. Like for me, I'm always on my phone. So is this like the new medium that we're in that like, you know. Oh, so you're not watching any shows. You're not watching. I'm watching like, I watch like Ozark. I watch like really highly. How far are you into Ozark? I I finished season. I finished it all. Oh my God. Joe and I are in season two. I am literally so obsessed. It's a really good show. And like that's the kind of like, I want like premium TV. Like, yes, like I will watch Netflix. But I think that we're something like. What I think about what's really great about the live format too on Instagram is the comment section. It feels so real time. There's a real community that is in my comment section. They all know each other now. They all comment on the date. They tell me, you know, and I try to not pay attention fully because I want to concentrate on the guy. But um, I think that that's another really nice element that it feels so real in the moment, authentic, that you don't really get from other like produced shows on TV and stuff like that. No, you're absolutely. Now, does anybody say anything vicious? Do you have any like haters? Are they like fixing, you know, telling you to do anything? So not like I, 
I don't have that many haters to my face, I think, because I think that my brand is really all about empowerment. Yeah, it is about empowerment. It and also like helping people. So it's like, if someone's like gonna be like, what, what could you say to me? Like, like you're extra, like, cool, I fucking am. Like, thank you for telling me something I don't know. Like, I just like, don't like, it's just, so I think that I don't have a lot of haters to my face. I'm sure sometimes people are like, whatever, that's fine. It's fucking their prerogative. It's also just a reflection of their own insecurity that they're projecting on me. It's just not my problem. I think though, you know, in the last state, you know, people are obviously defensive of, you know, they like to defend me and protective of me. And so I think that they were like giving their, their full opinions of the guy that I want to date on. But at the top of every show, I tell them, I say, you know, this is not like, we don't want to shit on people. And it's just like, it's like, you know, they're putting themselves out there. It's live. It's not edited. It's like, it's a very, you know, so like, let's be nice. I try to remind them, but at the end, I don't read the comments. I just like, I can't. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know what? So many people write to me. I re- I read a lot of my comments. Shockingly, I do my own social media, uh, which people don't realize. And then they're yeah. just like, oh, Marge, are you the one really answering me? And people write the most vicious shit. I don't write yeah. anything nasty back. I try and write something funny back because I think everybody has the right to their own opinion. But there's some real sick fuckers out there. I'll tell you that much. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable the things that people write to you. It like terrifies you that that's real humanity. I think that that's something. I mean, I have beautiful things. I'd say 97, 98% beautiful and 2% totally psychotic serial killer type shit. So it's funny you mentioned that when I went viral on TikTok, I had that first moment where I was like, oh, like this is, I felt like it, I mean, even just not even TikTok, but in general, like I felt like I've definitely been climbing and it's now I'm a little like, it is a little anxiety provoking. Like, how is this going to be perceived? Are people going to take this the wrong way? Like, I'm, I'm very hyper focused on how I'm delivering a message. But at the end of the day, like, you can't please everyone. You just have to kind of believe in yourself and, you know, have people in your life that are checking you. No, absolutely. Now, would you think of ever writing a book? I could see you doing a great book. Yes. So I've been keeping a diary since my first kiss. Uh, wow, and, that's impressive. And a Juicy Couture diary that I made my dad uh, bid for me on eBay. Like what? Um, <laughs> all the pages are falling out. I, I moved digital now, but I really like I've document. I used to be so fucking boy obsessed. And I think part of it's because like I felt like, you know, we've been indoctrinated from a young age to think that, you know, our fairy happily ever after like ends when we meet Prince Charming. So I think that was really like so I became so obsessed with like attention from men from boys. So from a very young age, like so boy crazy. And anyway, I've documented all of it. And like, it's just amazing to see the progression, how I'm the same person, but I'm also have obviously matured a lot and feel very fulfilled on my own. Um, but yes, I definitely want to write a book. I, I, I feel like I'm just not quite there yet. Like, I think I'm still like learning. I think maybe it'll be like a, you know, post TV show kind of thing. Maybe like, but maybe not. I don't know. I love that you have kept that diary the whole time. I think it's interesting. I wonder if only children. Not, I was crazy. just about to say that because I, I was definitely more, boy crazy. I was boy crazy also. I, I mean, and obviously I'm much older than you guys. I, I could have birthed you. But, uh, you know, it's funny. One of my girlfriend's mothers always says, like, the first time she met me, I was like 12 years old. And I was like, I only wear bikinis. Um, <laughs> love that energy. I had to borrow. Yeah, I had to borrow like a bathing suit from her. And she was trying to give me one piece. I'm like, I want nothing mm-hmm. to do with that. And I was like, what are the boys like around here? Because I just moved in. I was like, because I just love boys. I haven't been single mm-hmm. since kindergarten. You know, I was like one of those. I was like a, you know, sex kitten at the age of 12. I was like, what the fuck? Same, though. I guess it is an only child thing. I don't yeah. know. And then, like, I mean, now it's like, and that's the thing about like the dating show and the Corona boyfriend and all this stuff. It's like, I, I really just feel so happy on my own. And I, I don't want to settle. Like, I don't want to settle for anyone. So I'm just kind of like picking and choosing and vibing. Yeah. Sex is going to be so weird after this too, because those like one night stand fun, like, you know, stride a pride home in the morning through this. Love that you said stride a pride. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that's Alexi. When Lexi was like, I I hate to say when she was like drunken whore Lexi prior to her being married, I used to, Joe and I used to live vicariously through her. We used to love to hear about her sexcapades. So now I'm going to have to hear about your sexcapades. Yeah. Like she's married with a kid. Which I don't hear about anybody's sex capades anymore. Oh my god, which fucking one? I can tell you, like, um, I love about good sex capades or disastrous. Well, I have like, like, you know what it is? Is it young guys are just so much more kinky? Are they not as like romantic? Lexi said that was true. Yeah. Um, Not as yeah. Do they just watch too much porn? Is that what it is? 
That's a great fucking question. I think that's interesting that you say that because I'm someone who like, I don't mind a one night stand. I don't mind having sex to just have sex. Like, but I do find that the sex is definitely more pleasurable when you like the person. Like, I know that's not, you know, a, a revolutionary idea, but I just, I've noticed, but I will tell you a story that happened to me before quarantine, which is that I slept with a guy that I'd met through a friend, uh-huh. hot guy, we fucked. Like I was super fucking drunk, like so drunk. And, but still down, obviously. And in the, <laughs> of, in the middle of the night, I like woke up or so I thought, like, I definitely, I don't sleepwalk, but I wasn't like there. Yes. I walked, I think I'm going to the bathroom. I like go into a room. Like I close the door behind me. I don't even know. I don't know if I opened my eyes or I like blacked in or like, I don't fucking know what happened. At mm-hmm. But I realized that I wasn't in his bathroom. I was actually outside of his apartment. No. <laughs> Lock door. <laughs> But fucking naked. Like, oh my god! Naked, like, Crazy. No, like no, like like four so in the morning. Start banging on the door like so crazy. It was also like one of those New York City walk-ups. It wasn't like in a doorman building, which at that point I would have been like, "What's fucking good?" Like I just got locked out. Like you need help me. It was literally like one of those like walk-up scary. Like I could hear noises. Like I was just like, I am. So I would have a total oh. freak out. And it's like at that point I was like, okay, I don't even have a phone, so it's not like I could just like leave or like get an Uber. No, yeah, I was. Butt naked. So I was like, okay, there's literally only one thing I could do. Like, it's just to bang on the fucking door. Like, there's just, just like, literally, it was like, so I just sat down and I just started fucking banging, banging, banging. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, what, did he wake up? And he came, and thank God it was him, not his roommate. Can you imagine if a roommate opens up and was like, who the fuck? Who's this naked girl at it. the door? Anyway, he opened up. He's like, what are you doing? And he, I was just like, oh, I just like went to get some like fresh air. Like, it's fine. <laughs> and we never hooked up again but it's fine that like it was so great iconic. but how iconic is that story for the memoir like oh, i mean that's so iconic i hope i'm writing a diary literally and i've seen him yes i of course and i've seen him recently and like i was just like names will be changed but you're definitely making an appearance yes you know? yeah. Wait, now do you like guys your own age or older or it doesn't even matter so I've like, I've ha- felt like an older guy for some yeah. reason. A hundred percent. I've realized that boys my age are actually not my age. They're three years younger than me. Yeah. Guys are so dumb. And like, they just like, I can't like 26, 25 year old boys are like, not like ready. I like my Corona boyfriend, ex Corona, whatever the fuck the guy that I was seeing was like 29. And I felt like that was like a student while age. Yeah, um, I, think I think that's like a good thing. I just like not like someone who like, like dates like I'm not like someone who's like on the apps I mean I downloaded the, all of them for now because it's fucking fun to just like see what's out there but like I I'm just so career oriented that I feel like it's just a distraction I'm like now, if I want to have sex I know how to now does it make a difference what career the guy is in I'm just out of curiosity do you want someone more serious because I think it's hard to have two big personalities like yourself like you're a very big personality I'm a very big personality Lexi's yeah. a very big personality we don't need someone as big as us because that's definitely not. You know, we don't need the competition with the big personality because mm-hmm. it's like I don't think that works. I think that I like you, you know like I, a, they need to yeah. be strong in a different area. Am I, or am I right? Totally a thousand million percent right. Like I um <laughs> I went on one of the blind dates I went on. He didn't have a huge personality, but he was a performer. And honestly, like, I was like, no, sorry. Like, if there's going to be one performer on stage, bitch, it's fucking me. Like, it's just, like, there's no way. Like, there's no way, like, it's just going to work for me like that. Like, I would rather have someone who's, like, a little more reserved, like, behind the scenes, like, as an entrepreneur, a business guy, like, someone who's super passionate and driven about his career and thinks I'm hilarious and, like, loves my shit, but, like, is not in any way trying to, like, like, be in with, yeah. And, like, is a little more, like, Reserved, but like outgoing and funny and hot and has a big dick. Like it's just like there's so many things that I want. <laughs> I'm gonna what am I gonna do? Yes. Be really careful what you wish for, because I wrote down my man of dreams list. It's still in my iPhone, and I put all these things in there. You know, like all the different qualities yes. I wanted a man: yeah. hot, must have tattoos, penis appropriately sized for my taste. Because a dick too big is too fucking Yeah, that's big. like a birth defect. That could hurt that's you. I get a lot of UTIs. I already have problems now. And, and holy shit, did I get what I wished for? And I wish I was careful. Uh, listen, my husband is hilarious and amazing, but holy fuck, does he give me a run for my money? Oh. And he was everything I manifested. 
Yeah. Would you, well, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you the power of manifestation is fucking real. If you put it out there, you get it. So you have to be, you have to yeah, be but you, yeah, you have to be really specific because sometimes you say crazy things and then you get it and it's not exactly what you wanted. I know. Like, like, you, yeah. And the guy like, oh, so my first like real boyfriend, it was like two big personalities, like disaster, like not like it was, he dumped me at a wedding. Like it was like a tumultuous disaster. His brother's wedding. And then his brother's wedding, no less. His brother's wedding. Yeah. He was the best fan. And I was like, okay. Like three, like literally like danced with the grandma. Like was he basically ignored me the whole night. So I was like, okay, like maybe he's just busy with his like duties. So weird. And like he just fucking dumped me. He was like, this is over. Like we had a good ride and like slammed the Uber in my face. And I was like, oh, I think he's drunk. And then I was like, no, he's not. He's not drunk. This is real. This is fucking real. Um so like that was like crazy. Like we were like two fire signs. I don't know how. What what signs are you guys? I'm curious. I'm Aries. I'm a Capricorn. I'm an Aries too. Really? <laughs> birthday. Um, my birthday is March 22nd. I had it during quarantine. Oh, so nice. April 9th had it during quarantine. Yeah. And by the way, my roommate is a Capricorn. So that energy is top. I know. Good so energy. good. That's what we get I'm along fabulously. I think Aries and Scorpio men get along very well. Yes. Because Joe is a Scorpio, and we know Aries and Scorpio is very hot sexual chemistry. Yes, that's what I. You guys have a lot of sex. It's good. We do. I need to have a lot of sex. Like that's like a big, a big thing. Yeah, you have to have that chemistry. So that's the thing. So that that relationship was a fucking disaster. But like we were super in love. It was like one of those explosive ones. And then the um the one after that was like a Pisces, like super chill. Like thought that was what I wanted. Someone like very reserved and mm-hmm. quiet. And, and I just like I just need kind of a mix of both. Someone who's going to challenge me, but also let me shine. Do you think I could? Does that exist? I hope so. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I feel like. I feel, I feel like, like they have that with Joe have that. that. I feel like we have a very good relationship because I think he has a good personality, big personality, but he knows like when to like boost me up, let me shine. But you know, he's the man. He's still a man. You know, right. he doesn't let me he's walk over him. You two are two of the most secure people I've ever met in my own, in my whole life. Like both of them are so individually secure. And I think that's a major. Yeah. Major you just thing. need someone who's just as secure as you in their own being. That's what it is. Course, That's what it which is. Which is hard to be with like big powerhouse type women. That's why you I need a man. Like I just like I need someone you need, who's, a, you need a man who's super not gonna feel emasculated by me. No, because like because we're strong. We're strong person you're a strong personality. And I think that's important to tell women across the board who are listening to this and, and watching this podcast, you have to be with a secure man. Not but someone yeah. who gets insecure with powerful women. No, nothing makes a dick shrink quicker than a powerful yes. woman. Exactly. You have to be real. And then they do stupid things, men, when they get insecure. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Tell me about it. And then they try to blame it. You know, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And you should never dim your light for someone. Like, you'll find the person that you're supposed to be with. That's kind of my motto. I know, which is so good. Well, you know what? I think you are so inspiring and fabulous. And I can't wait to watch everything that you're doing. Right? I know. Yeah, I cannot wait. So we've got quarantinis every night. Yes, yeah. quarantinis every night with great then, guests. Yeah, great guests. I think we're having Dorinda tomorrow from Housewives. Oh, my on. God. I was with Dorinda just this weekend. We did a cameo event. Um, I love cameo. My friend started cameo because it's a Duke guy that started it. Cameo is great. But go on, so, what were you saying? So genius. No, I did. Dorinda, you're going to love her. We're very good friends. You're going to have such a fun time She's with her fun. quarantining. I'm That's doing it with her and her daughter, Hannah, because I like I think it would be fun to talk about dating in this age and just like having that mother daughter vibe. I'm obsessed. And yeah, no, I do it every night. And then on Fridays, I do uh, Let's Fucking Date with SFK at 8.30 on my Instagram. And I'm very curious who's going to be the guy next week. I feel like maybe well, I don't I know. I can't wait to watch on Friday. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching on Friday. I got my son to bed. I pulled myself a drink and I lived vicariously through you. And the comments were hysterical. Yeah, so I can't wait. So Fridays, everybody watch. Yeah, watch, let's fucking watch. date. Yeah, let's fucking date. On my Instagram, Serena Kerrigan, it's all there. Instagram, Serena Kerrigan, and what about TikTok? Tells everybody. Serena Kerrigan, Twitter, Serena Kerrigan. I just fucking branded it all, so you can yeah, find. Yeah, that's me. hard. That's Good. hard. Easy to find you yeah. across the board. Well, we're super super excited. And thank you so much for coming on Caviar Dreams Tune Budget. Thank you. Because you are so inspiring. And that's my own children. Like I feel my sister is here. Well, like yes, totally, totally. The confidence. The co- yes, exactly. The blonde. Blonde uh, bombshells. The, the blonde, blonde, blonde Love. Love it. 
Well, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. I guys. can't wait to be together and not socially distance yes. and hug when this uh, but, is all the time. For sure. Yes, yes. for sure. Over right. food. Though. Me, I'm Mwah. a big eater. Well, that was hilarious. That was beyond hilarious. She is so funny and so freaking confident, people. I mean, cut me a break. Is she not confident? Yes. I mean, the girl did not have a fucking breakdown. Stuck naked, banging on a guy's door in a New York City apartment building. I mean, if I was outside an apartment building, uh, stuck outside, I think the world would have a breakdown. I mean, if you were stuck outside an apartment building naked in the middle of the night, you would be a fucking headline. I know. <laughs> yes, I'd be TMZ a TMZ would be At TMZ, page six and everybody else, especially <laughs> a non-doorman building. That would be very, very bad. I mean, people would be like... Ooh, who's this homeless saggy girl? Get her right to the plastic surgeon. Ooh, no, that would that be, I mean, for, no, that would be very bad. No, in all in all dead seriousness, she, I love that she kept a diary from a young age. How I smart is that? It's really smart. Um, I'm happy I did not because we don't need that shit out there. Yeah, I do. But she is so impressive, 26 years old. So listen, people maybe should keep a memoir. Our lives are much more interesting than we realize. Yeah, and it all leads to somewhere, and it's led to the personal brand and confidence, which I really like a brand of confidence because I do think you could be confident in your life as a young woman, then you have kids, your body changes, your relationship mm-hmm. dynamic changes, and you're back to square one again. Wait, fuck, I have to build this confidence all over again. I feel like shit. I'm not myself. We could get knocked as women a million times, and I like that she invented an identity and then blended with that identity to become a brand. Yes, and by the way, having confidence is not about being the hottest girl in the room. I want people to know that. It's... It comes from within. It really, really does. You have to be confident in your own skin. Yes. And it's not about being beautiful. It's it's just about feeling good about yourself and being capable. Yes. And knowing that you can do anything. And I think that's really what it is. Believe me, it's not about your outsides. Listen, when your outsides look good, your own personal feeling, you know, you feel good. But look good is like what you think looks good, not what everybody else thinks good, society. So I just want people to know that. Because people bitch like, oh, your pigtails, they're not cute, they're not cute. People insult my pigtails all the time. I think they fucking look good and that's good enough for me. And FYI. that was a great character that separated you from other people. Yes. Being like everybody else, uh, FYI, is not cool. Just saying that. No. No one needs Be a clone so. of everybody else. Everybody doesn't need to look the same because you don't stand out. Believe me. No, you do not. You do not get noticed by looking like everybody else. No one needs to be a fucking clone. Be yourself. Be true, authentic, best self. Live your life. Yes. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Just do your own thing and keep plugging away. Yes. Okay? Take notes from the beginning of April. That's and the March, right. of course. Okay. Thanks, Kevin, our dreamers, for tuning in. Love you. And we hope you enjoyed our visual, though. Yes. I've seen better days. I know. But I'm so confident with my dirty roots. That's right. Quarantine confidence. Here we Quarantine go. confidence. Love you all. Stay safe and healthy, our caviar dreamers. And you can find us at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Project on Instagram. You can find The Marge at The Real Margaret Josephs on Instagram. You can find me at The Life of Mrs. B. And we'll just be here in our Japanese garden. Yes. And also now on our YouTube channel. And hopefully this will be in English Garden soon enough. Bye, guys. Keep dreaming. Bye. Keep dreaming.